This is the eHealth Radio Network, your source for health advice on demand. And now your host, Eric Michaels. This is Eric Michaels, and once again, you have tuned into the eHealth Radio Network and the Health News, Mental Health, and Telemedicine channels. Make sure you connect with us on Facebook to receive the latest programming for your convenience simply at eHealth Radio. Today we are speaking with Nikki Martinez, psychologist and licensed clinical professional counselor. Dr. Martinez works doing telehealth for better help, teach for three graduate schools, is a very active blogger and author, as well as consults on many psychological projects. Dr. Martinez, a pleasure to have you with us today on eHealth Radio. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So, Tell us, what is your story in regards to chronic illness to kick off this episode? Well, uh, my personal story, which I actually, it sort of went in reverse. I was a psychologist who worked in health psychology. I worked in a practice with several doctors and came down with a very rare uh, disease, but we didn't know what was wrong with me at the time. So it was sort of, I already had the background and ended up having a situation myself. And then I had to reinvent myself. And now I work remotely and I do all these things that you mentioned in the opening where I do telehealth. I teach for three graduate schools online. I do um, consultation, social security, disability um, cases, things and projects of that nature for other people. Certainly learn from experience. Now, what is the hardest issue to accept about a diagnosis and a life change? Well, I think it's, I think the hardest thing to accept is that your entire life does change. Like I was mentioning, it was sort of like I literally had to reinvent myself. I had to change the way I went about everything, everything I ate, everything I took, everything I did. But, you know, with some creativity and determination, I think that any of us can do that. And I think the idea is to have your illness but not become your illness. Like have it be part of you but don't have it be your entire identity. Like we still can have lots of goals and exciting things that we're working towards. Shifting gears a little bit from your expertise and on the topics at hand, how can a client reform their goals moving forward? Well, I think before anybody gets diagnosed with a chronic illness, everyone's sort of in their mind on this path of, I want to make partner in my law firm. I want to run a marathon. I want to do something that perhaps is not a possibility for them now. And so really it's looking at things that they're interested in, but possibly reshaping them. It's not that you're giving up on goals that you have. It's changing your goals within the abilities that you're currently working with and still things that you're excited about and things that are unique to you and things that keep you motivated and going. Certainly makes sense today. We are with Nikki Martinez, psychologist and licensed clinical professional counselor here on eHealth Radio's Health News, Mental Health and Telemedicine channels, a part of the eHealth Radio Network. Nikki, how can therapy help the individual? Well, first, I'm a firm believer in every single person, me, you, everyone included, can have a could stand to have a third-party unbiased person to talk to our problems with. But when, it, especially when it comes to a population like the chronically ill, a therapist can help people um, learn stress management, learning to deal with their stress, because a lot of the time that flares up and acts up their illness, learning some great coping skills, um, learning 
to accept what they do and don't have control over, because that's a hard thing to give up sometimes, um, come up with an action plan for the things that they do have control over. And what we were just talking about, um, sort of readjusting their goals to things that are reasonable, manageable now, but still working towards something that keeps them motivated and going forward and excited about their life. Also, the idea that we talked about, about not letting the illness become their identity, just having it be a part of who they are. Exactly. And how can they be sure they are heard and supported by MDs? Um, I think that uh, it's really important when a client goes in to see a medical doctor that, you know, medical doctors, don't get me wrong, they have their constructs, you know, they have their 15-minute session that they're allowed they're in, they're out, but I think it's really important for patients to make a list of questions that they have so that they're organized and they make sure that they, I don't want to say to control of the appointment because obviously the medical doctor is the expert, but to make sure that they get their questions answered. And if they don't have something that's really important answered, being able to say, hold on, I need one more minute of your time because this is really important and I really need to know this so that they're getting the best possible care. So I think in that way, this way they're heard, this way they're answered, and this way they feel like they've taken some control. Because a lot of people with chronic illnesses and with rare diseases, by the way, big shout out, yesterday was rare disease day. Um, uh, A lot of these people, it can take them anywhere from 5 to 15 years to get diagnosed. And they've been through a lot of doctors who weren't sure what they were looking at. And so they were sort of discounted or passed on to the next person in their experience. Certainly is great to know there's someone like you out there to lead people in the right direction upon life changes as they come along. In conclusion, any closing thoughts or a final tip for the listeners tuning in today? I think one thing is that we have to be willing to accept that our life has changed in this way. We have to not sort of completely involve ourselves in it to where it becomes everything that we are. It's a part of who we are. We have to say that while I can't do this, I can adjust it and I can do this and still have goals and still have things that we're working towards on days when we're feeling great and with a little creativity and a lot of ingenuity, we can reinvent ourselves and have a really full and happy life. Most definitely. And tell our folks and our listeners where they can find out more about you and your work online. Um, they can go to, um, right now, they can Google me. Um, they can Google Dr. Nikki, N-A-K-K-I, Martinez. Um, I blog for the Huffington Post. They can find me through there, the Chicago Tribune, uh, Everyday Power Blog. They can look me up through my LinkedIn network for um, ways to contact me directly if they would like to get in touch with me. And through all those sources, I am pretty visible on Google. I do a lot of writing and a lot of articles. They should be able to find me, but LinkedIn might be the best way if they want to contact me directly. And we'll certainly definitely include links within the show notes uh, attached to this interview and broadcast. Nikki, thanks so much for being a part of eHealth Radio. All the best and certainly look forward to our next conversation. Thank you. I look forward to talking to you soon. You bet. And likewise, we've been speaking with Nikki Martinez, psychologist and licensed clinical professional counselor. And for more information, simply click on the links 
within the show notes on this broadcast. And this has been Eric Michaels, and you've been listening to eHealth Radio and the Health News, Mental Health, and Telemedicine Channels, a part of the eHealth Radio Network. And we do thank you for listening. And until next time, enjoy. Thanks for tuning in to the eHealth Radio Network. For more information or to subscribe to this podcast, visit eHealthRadioNetwork.com.